Your style is unorthodox, but effective. It is not the art, but the combat that you enjoy. Man, you come right out of a comic book. You are now listening to Black Comics Chat. Black 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 Comics Chat. We are live on Black Comics Chat. Black Comics Chat. Black Comics Chat. We are live on Black Comics Chat. Black Comics Chat. Shannon, CG, Lauren, and Mel form the Nerds of Prey, a group of ladies bonded by comics, gaming, film, television, and fandom culture. Hang out with them bi-weekly as they dig into the very things that make them loud and proud nerds. Available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. Also, check out their Patreon at patreon.com backslash nerds of prey. Hi, this is Anthony Rutgazer. I'm the writer of The First Hero and Heroes of Homeroom C, and you are listening to Black Comics Chat. Hey, what's happening, everyone? This is Marcus Kwame, and we are back with part two of Tony's New York Comic Con interviews. One, two, one, two. This is Anthony Otero, a.k.a. Latin Negro, representing Black Comics Chat. And I have a special, special guest here. Uh, we have two creators of Kamikaze. We have Havana and Alan. It's their first New York City Comic Con. And are you enjoying what you've seen here so far? Oh, absolutely. Hell yes. We loved it. I had an orgasm coming in. It was really embarrassing. <laughs> I am blown away by the scale of this show, though. Like, I, I, I was getting a little bit jaded. Like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, we just did Dragon Con. I was like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like, oh, we, we've done big shows. Like, we've done... <laughs> no, no, yep. no, no, no. <laughs> this is a big show. Yeah, this is the biggest uh, convention I've been to, and it's, uh, it's really cool. Yeah. Nice. Plus, nice. I love New York, so oh, that that's helps good. Me too. That's good. <laughs> and you know, no one can see that you have a Doctor Strange outfit on right now. I do. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Is that is that with or without the time stone? Without. Look, listen, guys. I had no choice. <laughs> I had to give it up. You guys want to live? Well, that's yeah. what I had to do. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, so it was uh, good to see you walking around with the book. Yes. Yeah. How has that been going, making connections and stuff? It's, it's been going really well. Um, we, we didn't we decided not to table this time around. I mean, we just wanted to come up here, get a sense for what NYCC was like, and I'm glad we did. Uh-huh. Um, and we also, because there's a lot of publishers here, there's a lot of studios here, mm-hmm. they wanted to just come up with the books and just start making connections, right. getting, getting to know a lot of the folks up oh. here, and I'm glad we did that. We've had a lot of productive discussions, um, started a lot of good discussions. Um, we'll have to see where they go. Uh-huh. Um, but also met up with some, you know, fantastic folks that, you know, we've, we've known from the past. Um, mm-hmm. um, Sebastian, uh, creator of Niobe, uh, he, yep. he, he's absolutely killing it. He's got a massive booth in the vendor hall. He does. He does. Yeah, and he, 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 I cannot believe how much that project has grown. I, yeah. I'm so proud of him for that. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's, it's been a lot of really good conversations I think we've had. Um, we're talking to, to, to big publishers or, or big-ish publishers, a lot of the Indian ones. Uh, some, some of the smaller ones, too, just trying to find right, what's the right 
weight level for, yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, one of the things I found is like a lot of the smaller publishing companies, they like a lot of them still have uh, the individuals we've met still have experience in the entertainment industry. So it's like, um, you know, we got to meet some cool people, but also got a really good advice on how to pitch, how to submit things. Uh, we have uh, quite a lot to follow up on. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a good thing. That, that was the goal yeah. uh, coming up here. So. Yeah, I think we're going to have to spend like probably like six hours after this. <laughs> yeah. like once once we're back off the jet, back in Atlanta, just like sorting through all the cards and all uh -huh. the notes, like, okay, um, uh, <laughs> how do we how do we get heads or tails of all this? And how we he saw me year? like typing up like a map of yeah. person yeah. on my phone, like yeah. just notes and stuff. Yeah. Nice, nice. So then you would recommend this for any up and coming. Uh, Independent yeah. creators. Yeah, I think it's a great place to come and ask questions. Mm -hmm. um, I, the, the, one of the, the senses I've gotten is because of the scale of the show and how oriented it is towards just like the average fan. Mm -hmm. um, there's not going to be an awful lot of folks who are going to be there, like like studio executives and stuff like that, who are going to be the people who are going to be able to say yes to it. But they're great people to start the conversation with and say, hey, yeah. so we're looking, what are your submission guidelines and what are the, the pitfalls that you you run into? Like, yeah. like, here's who we are. We're not expecting you to green light us here at the table. Yeah. But, you know, how do we start this conversation? Nice. Yeah. Nice. So it's almost about sort of mitigating your own expectations about... What right. to expect when you come here? I mean, you can expect to get your mind blown. I can show you. Too. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It's a lot. Also, like, I mean, I'm a dork. I just kept getting distracted by the cool photo ops and. Uh -huh. Walking around with her is like having like a Jack Russell Terrier on, his, on a bungee cord. I'm like, oh, sorry, Alan. Photo. Yeah. Sorry, Alan. Photo. It was never sorry, Alan. Photo. I was like, <laughs> I know. I was walking around with her. Yeah. And she's like, cool. Look at that! <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just it's, get excited. But you know what? It's actually very, very exciting to see you yeah. be excited here. Yeah. Because I've been coming here, what, this is like year five? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, the, the excitement is still there, but it's not that new. It's so like live vicariously yes. through yeah. my spazzy, <laughs> yeah. dorky self. Right, yeah. right, wow. right. So it is, it is appreciated. Yeah, so, I'm sorry. Uh, I was just going to say, there's a lot of uh, cool satellite events going on, too. Yes. Like, uh, yes. Last night we went to a opening for a Insight Comics title um, mm -hmm. after Houdini. Uh, and they had that over at the Houdini Museum in New York. Right. Uh, that was right. by like, Jeremy Holt. Yeah. Um, very solid book. Yeah, yeah, it was at the Houdini Museum, which I didn't even know was there. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really even know. Cool. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. And, and that was actually a great place to meet up with, um, you know, some of the, 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 the heads of, of um, Insight. Uh -huh. uh, and they're, they're fairly small impress, they're fairly new, but they're um, they're doing some pretty solid work. I mean, they're really yeah. high-quality books. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're, also, they're part of uh, Insight Editions, uh -huh. and they have, like, the, the really high-quality, like, fold-out pop-up, like, Harry Potter books and all that stuff, and yeah. ridiculously high-quality stuff. Awesome. That's um, awesome. But that was a really great yeah. experience to get to meet not only some creators, but some, you know, some studio heads and get a chance to pick their brains in a way where it wasn't like like a hardcore social network yeah. side of things it was it was it was toned down a little bit and it, 
Yeah, it was, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would definitely advise like new creators who come to stuff like this. Go to the satellite events. Um, anything you hear about, like we we heard about the after Houdini book launch from um, a publicist that we're yeah, uh, partnering with. Yeah. So. Yeah, so one of the new things in, in the world of Kamikaze <laughs> yeah. is um, where we have uh, a, a PR uh, rep that we just signed on. Oh, um, nice. Gutter Magic Media. Uh -huh. um, uh, Amy Brander. Uh, she's a, a veteran of the comic industry, lives up in Nova Scotia, but um, she is a power social media promoter and just promoter in general um, and she actually set up this event for Jeremy and, and Inside Comics and uh, they had there's nothing but positive you know uh, yeah it was pretty solid yeah. awesome awesome that yeah. sounds great so what what is the reception that you're getting for when, when you show people the books here in New York it, it's been solid it's been really solid I don't think we've had anyone who's like uh, 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 that's that's nice kid um, can, can I sell you something right yeah. right right, right. <laughs> um no, it's, it's been mostly good. It's mostly just been sort of uh, them trying to figure out, like, all right, so how do we continue this conversation while still dealing with the, 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 the 10 other people that are right. swarming the booth right now? Yep. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, it's, it's been very positive conversations. We've had some folks who like, you know, definitely get back in touch with me. I definitely want to, you know, talk more awesome. about this. Awesome. Awesome. And we've also been able to like go around to like the artist alley, which has got some fantastic creators in it. Um, and, it's a great yeah, place to do networking. Yeah. And yeah. Be because we had Volume One out in print for yeah. two years, I've had two years to, to like get anal retentive uh -huh, about uh -huh. all the things I wish were better about it. And I just wanted to have some other people to, to bounce the ideas off of. And I was able to you know, share the copies with some folks and say. Do the colors here bother you too? Because they bother me. Uh -huh. And and I okay, so simmer down. It's yeah. you're, you're, you're probably probably being too hard on yourself. Yeah. Okay. But if you wanted to, to punch it up, here's what you want to do. Yeah. yeah. That's so, awesome. So that's that's, awesome. that's been very very helpful. Mm -hmm. um, and that's another one of those cases where the convention's a great resource if you're yeah. a creator or, or mm -hmm. aspiring creator. Just have you, when you're doing any one of those portfolio reviews. We, we run into this when we're, we're, we're tabling as Kamikaze. Yep. We'll have people come. Can you look at my portfolio? Oh yeah. And, oh yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's always one of those yes. <laughs> so you never know quite know what you're, you're about to get yourself in on. Right. Right. Um, so that's always one of those things where you know, definitely ask. Definitely. Oh, but like, yeah. don't. Okay, so yeah. I saw this happen. Uh, there was like an editor, and this guy brought. You know, he told him, "I'm a comics writer." Blah blah blah. And then he shoved like this tablet with a word document open. Like, can you read through this and tell no. me? <laughs> oh, my. I'm like, oh, a panel, Lord. Right? Don't yes. do that. Don't do that. No, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. So just um, make keep your pitch short, sing, like hit the highlights. And you know, don't uh, be mindful of their time. Right. Yeah. Right. If, if it's not something that they can, if, if the person that you're asking to review thing can't review in like 30 seconds, offer to send them a link or something. Yeah. Just, right. yeah, just so because the, whatever they're doing right now is probably not the correct venue yeah. to be doing that. Another uh, tip I learned uh, this week over the weekend is uh, like uh, we've been, you know, it, it's pretty normal to submit PDFs of your work. Um, but someone told me it's actually better to send that PDF through a Dropbox link yeah, yeah, rather yeah. than an attachment, yeah, so it's yeah. easier for them to pass on. Yeah, so. yeah. I've seen Kickstarters do that. Too. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, which is pretty smart. Brought to you by Dropbox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then it's possible we might see Kamikaze next year? 
I, I think we're definitely looking at getting we a want table. To oh, get well, a I don't table know whether that's sure. an artist alley table or one of these these tables in the great big right, yeah, right. aircraft. And hangar. either one yeah. works. Yeah, you know, either one yeah. gets in yeah. tremendous traffic. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, uh, the, one of the, the things I saw here up. is like a lot of the booths in the exhibition hall have uh, like photo ops. Well, I call them Instagram traps. Yep. Yes, yeah. yes you do. Yeah. Yes, you do. <laughs> and I was like, she falls in every one. Yeah. We we need a trap. <laughs> we need kamikazes to be steady there. You can get a selfie with her. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. So last question. Yeah. Yes. Um, Carrie's not here. I heard yeah. she's calling the shots. Yep. Okay. How are you going to describe this experience to her? Yeah, I got enough footage for her. Yeah. I, <laughs> It'll probably I, give her a heart attack. Yeah, yeah I, I sent her a, a video like from like the, the, top, oh, yeah? the top floor looking down at the vendor hall. So what'd and you say? So Carrie's kind of gotten a little bit evasive of like the really crowded conventions, yeah. and I completely sympathize yep. because it's a lot of people. Um, there was a dead silence after I sent her that video, so... <laughs> We'll have wow. to find out how, how she really processed that. Um, but I, I hope that we can get her to come here at least yeah. at least to, to meet all the fantastic folks here. Yeah. And uh, maybe I'm, we just step her in. I think it's going I think it's going to be something that it's going to take a little bit of a, to describe it because yeah. it is a massive show. It's it very is. humbling. Yeah. To me, it's been humbling. Just like, wow, this is huge. Yeah. yeah. We think we've done cons. Yeah. There's a whole big ocean of nerddom out Well, there. I mean, this place is huge as it is. Yeah, right. Is. You know, I mean, we're, we're standing here in the, the sci-fi fan lounge and you, you could look over behind us there's the dc wall yeah and and, and this, this building is large enough you could dock a blimp in here yeah, yeah. you probably could yeah a small blimp could. but you yeah. could get it in here yep, yeah i believe it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well awesome well i am so glad yeah. that we were able to connect before mm-hmm. you leave yeah um absolutely. i definitely i'm very happy to see you here so. yeah like, i am yeah. so like one of my highlights of the past two days is finally meeting you yeah <laughs> you've been such a long-time supporter so yeah. it was I was like, Carrie, he's here. <laughs> <laughs> it did happen. We found each other in the crowd. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it's so it's so dope. So um, thank you. And this wraps up for us our coverage of day two. Um, and what a what a way to sort of end it with yeah. uh, our our favorite our favorite people. Yeah. So Aww. thank you so much. It's great to get a chance to talk with you. Oh, mm-hmm. great, great, great. All right. So we're gonna end it there. Oh, wait a minute. Where can we find you on social media? Well, you can find us on Twitter at kamikazecomic.com, mm-hmm. Facebook at kamikazeanimated.com, mm-hmm. and uh, on the web at just kamikazecomic.com. Awesome, awesome. So go visit, go immerse yourself in this world, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. All right, thanks a lot. Thank you. One, two, one, two. This is Anthony Otero, AK Latin Negro, representing Black Comics Chat. And uh, we have some very interesting folks we're about to interview. Um, I'm going to let them introduce yourselves, themselves, and then we will get into it. Uh, hey, this is uh, Marco Lopez. This is Ivan Plaza, uh, owner and founder of uh, Cheeto Comics. And we're the co creators and co writers of the Luchaverse uh, series of comic books. Wow. So let's talk about that. How did that. How did this happen? How did this start? Well, it's it's kind of always like a long story, right? right but long right. story short, I, uh, I a few years ago, I used to work for uh, El Rey Network with Robert Rodriguez. Okay. And uh, I helped him with marketing, 
uh, and I also helped the network uh, to promote themselves through comic books. Uh -huh. And the first series of books that we started doing were Lucha Underground. Okay. That's how I got familiar with all the Lucha Libre uh, guys like Rey Mysterio and some of the talent there. Mm -hmm. And then eventually when I left the company, we kind of like reconnected and then thought about doing comic books about Lucha Libre and bring that into the awesome. you know United States. Okay. Um, and that's how kind of like, you know, long story short, that's how it started. And then uh, uh, eventually uh, we got in, in contact with a company called Mass Republic, who are the ones who help uh, the luchadors do deals in the states as far as contracts and all the legality stuff and uh, they made it a lot easier for us to get in contact with them okay. and then use their uh, uh, likenesses in comic books awesome awesome so what what are the books about is this an ongoing series is it a bunch of one shots what, what are we looking at it's a uh, right now it's a series of one shots so there's three so far the first one is Rey Mysterio, the second one was Lucha Brothers, and the third one, which just we debuted here at uh, New York Comic Con, is uh, Tinelis Jr. Um, we also revealed here the fourth one, which is Super Asteroid Solar, and then coming soon will be a fifth one. Uh, the first one is Rey Mysterio is your basic uh, classic action adventure. Uh -huh. um, for people who remember these, it's like Doc Savage, uh, The Phantom, yeah. you know, things like that. Uh -huh. um, the Lucha Brothers, it's inspired uh, by my love, like Street Fighter, Final Fight, that type of stuff, those things, but, you know, two Latin leads. <laughs> yeah. um, and then the uh, third one, Tinevis Jr., is, you know, Mayan Ivan's ode to the old 60s Lucha films where they would have Blue Demon and Santo go against, like, monsters. And it's also our love of Hellboy. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. And, you know, and those type of things. So it's basically, like, what we're telling people is that we're not doing... Uh, wrestling comic books uh -huh. but it's more genre comic books like you know action adventure like uh, Marco was saying uh, horror science fiction that happens to be you know uh, star Lucha Libre uh -huh. personalities mm -hmm. um, so so far the acceptance around the public has been awesome mm -hmm. uh, I think we kind of like tapped into a very niche you know market where uh, people that love Lucha Libre love seeing those characters doing other things than, you know, fighting in the ring. Uh -huh. So it's been really uh, successful so far. Okay. So you're doing the writing on most of this? Uh, me and Ivan work on the stories together. Okay. And then basically, um, so I wanted to mention the fourth book, uh, Super Asteroid Solar, yeah. is basically, um, it's like, a, I don't want to say Green Lantern, but it's basically a cosmic book. So anything cosmic, you know, Green Lantern, Adam Strange, uh, okay. those type of things, it deals with that. And then the fifth book, um, which is Conan, that'll be our, basically our um, G.I. Joe X-Files type thing, you know? So it yes. takes those two things. A little conspiracy theories, because Conan loves conspiracy theories. <laughs> so, you know, we're throwing that in there. It's going to be a lot of fun, like crazy. Like, there's crazy stuff in that that I don't think is crazy. I just think it's very, like, if you, if you watch a lot of anime, you're just like, it's ah, cool. yeah, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. But I think it, it's crazy. Um, well, it's fun because yeah. uh, it just so happens that they're just mass wrestlers. But in the universe, they're just normal human beings. Nice. They're just being normal. They just happen to have a little Libre mask. <laughs> so that's how we kind of like treat all the all the one shots so far. Have you actually met the wrestlers that you're writing about? Yeah, as a matter of fact, here in New York, Tineabas Jr. is here with us. Oh, nice. So signing books. Uh, a couple months ago, we had Rey Mysterio with us at oh, San Diego, awesome. and that was insane. Awesome. Uh, and then we work with all the wrestlers as far as, you know, they approve all the scripts. Oh, so we have to be okay. very, um, you know, thoughtful there. and respectful about because 
it likes real people. Yes. So some of them have continued the uh, the character from when their father used to be, you know, wrestling in the 60s. So they kind of continue that lineage, yes. you know, throughout the years. So we tried to represent them uh, as, you know, close to the actual person as possible. And then we add all the, uh, you know, fantasy elements and that kind of stuff. And the thing with Lucha Libre, um, it started to become a lot bigger in the U.S. Before it was more of a cult thing, and now it's becoming a lot bigger because of Lucha Underground, AAA, um, those wrestlers being in WWE and other associations. But the thing is also in Mexico and South America, it's yep. they're, they're like gods there. Yeah. It's huge. It's part of the culture. It goes all the way back to, like, the late 1800s, early 1900s. So, you know, it's like that's their superheroes. That's their, you yeah. know, and the stuff that, me, yeah. the stuff that yeah. me you have discussed about, yeah. you know, every culture having their, their thing or their people that they can look up to. That's what it is for Mexico and, you know, Mexicans and South Americans and other Latinos and us who, you know, grow, you know, from Puerto Rico, it's the same thing. And, you know, Puerto Rico, they had Lucha is a big thing there, too. I've, I've had a lot of people uh, reach out to me from uh, France, Italy, uh, Australia. Uh, they want us to uh, distribute the books over there because there's such a, a huge fandom of these characters over there, especially with Rey Mysterio. Since he's done, you know, work with WWE and he's known worldwide, yeah. he's kind of like yeah. opening that path to all these other luchadors that have been uh -huh. doing this for, you know, 20, 30 years. Uh, now people are more open to exploring. Oh, so if Rey Mysterio is this cool, I wonder what this Tinieblas guy is all yeah. about. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of kind of like how we, we're trying to open that with uh, the comic books. So how deep is, is sort of the roster? Because I know that I used to watch WCW when Lucha Libre <laughs> was crazy there. Um, and I think about all the ones that kept debuting over the years before they were bought out. How deep is your roster? Like, how far can you go? Um, right now, it's, like we said, Rey Mysterio, Lucha Brothers, which is... Uh, Pentagon and Phoenix. And then... Um, Solar. and Junior, Subastri Solar, and Conan. Conan. And then after that, it just, because our thing is, these books is doing, doing good. So the next step is miniseries and then introducing, you know, other wrestlers you know, into this universe. As far as the roster goes, it's, it's kind of tricky because some of these characters are owned by other yes. federations in Mexico, yeah. like yeah. the AAA or yeah. CMLL. So we got to be very careful on how to, you know, approach these wrestlers. For example, uh, Pentagon and Phoenix, we, we, um, we, we're not using those names. That's why they're the Lucha Brothers in our comic ah, book. Ah, okay, okay. So we kind of like, you know, play with that a little bit. But now there's a, a, a plethora of uh, luchadors down there that own their own characters. And now they're seeing what we're doing with, you know, yeah. TDA and all these guys. So now they're kind of like, you know, reaching out. and like, hey, so how does comic book thing work? Because, you know, we would like to, you know, be part of the Luchaverse. Awesome. So I'm like, all right, the more the merrier, you know, because yeah. we can keep, just keep expanding the world. So this is like an international comic book in a oh, way. Oh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's funny because um, while it's a growing thing in the U.S., um, and it does date back a lot in the U.S., but if you ask a regular person, yeah, yeah. you know, they, 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 they might not know. But like I said, Mexico, South America, and all around the world, Japan especially, um, it's huge. It's a big thing. Everyone knows it. Everyone still remembers it. Everyone still loves it. Um, there was, like he was saying, there's been a lot of people. We even got interviewed by it was an Italian yeah. site. We got interviewed by a, a, an Italian uh, pop culture site. You know, for it's literally the it, it's it's literally it's, it's basically superheroes. If you watch wrestling, they're superheroes. Absolutely. Lucha uh, Libre takes it to the next thing, and they just have masking yeah, and, and different things. Spain as well has yeah. been uh, uh, a lot of people from Spain asking for the book, and we've done a lot of effort trying to use. Um, you know, for example, the Tinelo's book, uh, we have an Argent uh, a guy from Argentina doing the interior art. Uh, the Lucha Brothers, we use a guy from Spain. So we're kind of like using all of the uh, uh, 
people that are available, of course, uh, that are uh, from Latin descent, to use them as much as possible in our books, and that's appealing for all these guys. Yeah. And uh, and that's what we had this, you know. Uh, um, uh, demand for the books so far. That is uh, one thing, like, when we had that long interview <laughs> with Puerto Rico Strong, is we, and one of the things that's behind this is uh, Latinx representation yep. and the idea of bringing um, uh, characters and heroes that not, not only Latinx people, because you just don't want just, you know, your group, you want to have something to be bigger than what you hope for, uh -huh. but it's specifically, like, a lot of things that we talked about, especially with the licensors and uh, some of the stuff they run by the wrestlers, is having this, this thing that's you know, big and fantastic for, you know, Latinx generation, for the previous generations, the current, and, you know, the next one. You know, something that they can look up to, like people look up to, like, the Marvel characters in DC and things like that. Also, a small element to that is that behind the scenes, we're also Latinos, yeah. you know, doing all the work yeah. and publishing. So that kind of, like, brings that little bit of, uh, you know, uh, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Authenticity. Yes. Because, like, when you look at our books, there's uh, bits of Spanglish in it, you know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, and that's um, where some of the characters, that's something, something that the licensor wanted to make sure was there. Uh, but that's also, you know, it's, 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 that's good, you know. But then from our perspective, we're able to actually, you know, write how that Spanglish should sound. And then we're also you know? really yeah. be able to bring the actual personality of these wrestlers into the uh, comic book uh, as close as possible. Because we, we've, we've read some, you know, Lucha Libre books out there. And... You know, they use like I use me, or like you know, <laughs> you know, like your, your typical, yep, you know, yep. uh, uh, Spanish, you know, phrases that you know anybody would would know. But we kind of like you know, stay away from that, yeah, and yeah. we actually truly bring you know authenticity to uh, you know whenever we try to do a Spanglish you know version yeah. of, of, of dialogue. Especially if you're dealing with different uh, Latinx cultures, because some words or slang that Mexicans use, yep. Puerto Ricans aren't going to use, That's Dominicans right. aren't going to use, That's and people right. don't realize that. They yeah. just go on Google and they'll be like, type in yeah. a thing, and they'll be like, oh yeah, every culture uses that. And it's like, no, no. not every no. Hispanic culture. That's not how that works. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Listen, listen, if you guys are out there trying to do Lucha Libre comic books, stay away from Google Translator. <laughs> it doesn't work. Just just hire a Latin editor. It'll, it'll, do, you, it'll do very good. <laughs> and that's the importance of having editors that are that understand the culture correct yeah you know because vernaculars are, are completely different depending on obviously the uh the island or the country you're from so. that's true awesome awesome um anything else anything else coming up um for uh well uh for the luchaverse uh now we have tinielas here which we're going to be selling next week on the uh we have a dedicated website called the luchaverse.com then for November, Solar Super Astro is going to come out, and the final book, which I believe will be uh, available by December, which is the the Conan book. Uh -huh. uh, that's so far the schedule we have, and then by next year we're going to be collecting everything into a trade. Oh, awesome! So the plan, awesome. you know, with all these one shots, we're kind of like laying the groundwork for uh, the universe that we're trying to build. Yep. And then, you know, depending on how we do, uh, we're going to expand with the miniseries. And then on top of that. Um, me and Ivan have been personally working on a side thing, which is something that's, um, instead of using wrestlers, it's uh, using that culture, the Lucha Libre culture and the Latino wrestling culture, and creating our own thing, you know, called All-Star Champions. Oh, wow. You know, that's something that we, we even brought a uh, promo, pass by the booth, and I'll give you okay. a promo poster. We've been, you know, we have a promo poster on there uh, awesome. for that. Okay. We've been getting a lot of feedback from all these crazy characters that we've been creating, uh, and we've been getting, uh, you know, obviously, 
great feedback and then people signing up for updates with our email list and then we are going to be ready to unveil a little bit more of that you know next year so i want to be done with luchaverse okay and then fully dedicate you know ourselves to uh you know all-star champions but that's what that's what's you know we have in the in the oven right now nice nice okay so where on social media can we find you well, you can go to Cheeto Comics, that's C-H-I-D-O, comics.com. And also with the same name, Cheeto Comics, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And then if you guys are looking for the Luchaverse books, go to theluchaverse.com, and then you can find them all there. And for me, it's Atomic, A-T-O-M-I-C, Rex, R-E-X, E-N-T, E-N-T for entertainment. That came all from back when I was going to have my own production company, and then I realized I was too lazy to do that. <laughs> Um, but it was already on Twitter, and I was like, I already have followers. I'm not going to switch it. You can still yeah. change it. You can still change it. <laughs> nah, it's too much work. Too much work. <laughs> Thank you. It's been awesome talking oh, to both of you. Thank you, man. Um, I will definitely stop by the booth. Yeah, Hopefully, I won't get stopped by any wrestlers that are, are there. Uh, Christian, you down. I know. Christian is there. I think Jerry Lawler is there right now. So I have to say that I saw Sting the other day, and, and I wanted to scream, Sting! That, but I didn't. There was a lot of people that were going to be the first one. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, man. Yeah. Black Comics Chat.